Ladies and gentlemen, we are finally here, y'all. We are here. We are here to present something epic, something different, something crazy, something highly anticipated. We are here for the SZA SOS album review. I'm excited. And, man, let me tell you something, man. You know, I only do these separate shows for special artists only. You know, like a Drake, like a Hove, like a Nas. You know what I'm saying? I know I didn't do King's Disease 3. Fuck y'all. But that's 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 besides the point. I only do big-ass big projects like this one separately. But we are finally here for the SOS album. Highly anticipated. This is our first album since 2018, man. We've been fiending. We've been scratching. We've been sniffing. We've been doing all that we possibly can to wait for this shit. We had to sit through album delays release singles but with nothing ahead of time punch scissor top dog thank you first of all <laughs> it's about damn time now i am going to start with sos and i'll be back well damn <laughs> well shit scissor this is how we rolling this is how we coming out? This is how we talking? All this bullshit that you talking on this motherfucking intro, SOS, Nick. The rest of this shit better be hitting. I mean, I already know I hate you in good days is fives out of fives. We already know about this shit because we heard it. Even though I'm still going to talk about it. But then again, I may just skip over it. I'm already going to give y'all the shit right now. I hate you in good days. They're both five out of fives. But SOS? Yo, she, this, this sounds, this gives me mid-2000s. You know what I'm saying? Straight sample. So... Let's move on to Kill Bill, man. Oh, boy. This is another episode of Damn, Girl, Who Hurt You? <laughs> Kill Bill. I mean, this is an interesting song. It, got, it had a slow start, but then the second verse and the last hook, I was like, oh, I get this shit now. Um, I also feel like it was a little too short as well, but this isn't mediocre or anything. This is just a decent album filler. So I'm going to give Kill Bill a four. Now let's move on to Seek and Destroy. Family, can we be honest? Can we be honest? Well, I was going to be honest anyway. Um, Seek and Destroy is a album filler for sure. This isn't SZA's best 
song in the world, but it's not mediocre. I would say that this was like in the middle right here. But I I like Kill Bill way more than Seek and Destroy. I'm going to just say that. But however, I will give this a four. So we're going to move on to low. All right, now that's a jam right there. You know, a lot of y'all don't know what a jam is. You know what I'm saying? That's a jam right there, boy. Yeah, low. Listen, listen. Let's just say this, man. I love this shit. Not going to hold you. Um, Travis Scott clearly wrote this song. You know, he's doing the ad-libs, and it seems like this is one of his songs that he gave to her. Definitely has the Astro World vibes to it. And this is definitely dope-ass flavor right here. So I'm going to give this a 5 out of 5. Now let's move on to Love Language. All right. Love Language. Um, This is a pretty cool song. This is pretty cool, man. Um... As far as I'm concerned, um, this is more than just a album filler to me. This is more like a dope-ass song, in my opinion. Um, so, I mean, it's just a song. It's very simple. Just teach me how to love you. Very simple and very easy. So I'm going to give this a four and a half out of five. Now let's move on to Blind. I'm going to say this now about Blind. Um, Blind is another dope-ass song. I looked at the composers for this. Are you sure Kendrick had nothing to do with this? <laughs> this sounds like his delivery in his wordplay. I mean, maybe the person, people that are listed did the music, but I don't know. Whoever wrote this definitely, like, envisioned Kendrick Lamar. Because it sounds like Kendrick to me. Especially the My Pussy Precedes Me part. I mean, Blind is a dope song. So what I'm going to do is... I'm going to give Blind a four and a half out of five. All right, now let's move on to Used featuring Don Tolliver. We got our first feature in the house. Let's get it. Let's get Um, This one, uh, Used is an album filler for sure. Uh, I feel like it's too short. The song isn't mediocre. The song is above average. It's just not special. But everything don't have to be special. I mean, not a lot of artists can pull off like a 23-track album and damn near all of it is fucking special. But however, the track has a cool little vibe. It's definitely worth listening again. So, I'm going to give Used a 4 out of 5. 
Um, let's move on to snooze. Oh yeah, snooze is dope. It's fucking incredible, bro. Like, I love ballads. I'm a big fan of original love ballads and whatnot. So this is really no exception here. So I love the whole vibe. I'm going to give Snooze a 5 out of 5. Um, Yeah, I definitely love this shit. Let's move on to Notice Me. Oh, yeah, this going to be the song that all the girls are going to sing for sure. This track ain't really for me, per se. I mean, most of it ain't for me, but goddammit, I love me some motherfucking sizzle, goddammit. So I'm going to fucking listen, right? Right. So, notice me. Yeah, this is very going to be very catchy. Definitely going to be a pop record for sure. Um, As far as... When I rate the track, I'm going to say a four and a half out of five. Definitely fuck with the bounce. That shit going to be banging in the speakers. You dig? So let's move on to Gone Girl. This going to be the pop ballad, right? Man, oh man, oh man. Let me tell you something. Mm-mm. Gone Girl is a great song, man. That is out of here. This is a... This could be a hit. This could be used in certain movies and shit. You know what I'm saying? And Man, I love this song. So I'm going to give this a 5 out of 5. Straight, because it definitely reminds me of maybe like late 90s pop. You know what I'm saying? But... Um, let's move on to Smoking on My X-Pack. Ooh, this is the song in the track list that I am most interested in. I want to see how she does this. Let's rock. I'm sick as fuck because, first of all, this track right here is fire, number one. Number two, I am sick that there wasn't a second verse at least. This should have been a full song. Not going to hold you. Because, again, this is that the same vibe as SOS, right? This that early 2000s vibe with the dope-ass sample, with the drums, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, she's talking all that shit. And, and it was definitely what I expected. It met expectations. But due to the fact that it was too short, I'm going to give it a four and a half out of five, though. Now, let's move on to Ghost of Machine with Phoebe Bridgers. Let's see what this shit is about. You know what, guys? I don't hate this at all. This is some cool laid-back shit to listen to. When you like in a laid-back mood and you chilling and whatnot, this is some cool-ass shit. Isn't spectacular, but it isn't above average. It's just a dope-ass song to me. Ghost and Machine is fucking dope. So I'm going to give this four and a half. It's a cool-ass little vibe, right? Uh, let me get to F2F. Yeah, we already halfway down, folks. We knocking these shits out. Shit, after this, I'm definitely taking my black ass to bed. Let's move on to F2F. Um, It's giving 
early 2000s rock vibes or soft rock vibes, I should say. Um, This is probably the weakest song on here that I've heard so far. And it's not because of the vibe. I just feel like this. Um, But however, it's not trash though. It isn't trash at all. Because it definitely brought back nostalgia of how like MTV would play that bullshit in between certain rap songs or whatever that would come on. But I'm going to give this a four out of five. Now let's get into Nobody Gets Me. Now this is a way better pop attempt than F2F. Way better soft rock attempt right here. This song is fucking fire. So I'm going to give this a 5 out of 5. For sure, for sure. Love it. Loved it. <laughs> Let's move on to Conceited. Oh, yeah. Conceited is dope. This shit got that little bounce. Everybody just bounce with me, bounce with me. You know, that trap and B thing, trap and B things going on here. Um, This isn't perfect, but it's definitely a, a vibe and a bounce. Definitely a bounce, man. I fuck with that. I like that I'm betting on me. Me, me I like that shit. I'm going to go with four and a half out of five on that one. All right, yo, let's move on to special. Damn, that was a really good song. My goodness. Shit. (laughs) Well, I mean, basically the background behind special is just very simple. It's just like, you know, when our flaws are put on major display and people just pick them apart, whether it's too dark, too light. Light skin, too thick, too fat, too skinny. And it pretty much played, put the flaws out there. And it shows the uh, aftermath of having, of our insecurities. You know what I'm saying? If that makes any sense to y'all. So I get the concept of the song. Let's just say that. I'm going to give that bitch a five out of five for sure, for sure. Beautiful song. Now let's move on to Too Late. Too Late is yet another dope song. Yo, this second half, I guess after F2F, this motherfucker went up. I'm not going to front. I like this half of the album. Everything since F2F has been fire. Don't get me wrong, though. There's some joints in that other half that's fire too, but man, um, too late for us, man. This is pretty cool, man. It's a cool, laid back, gives two step vibes. You know what I'm saying? Good little bop. We'll give this a four and a half out of five. Now let's move on to far. I love this song too, y'all. I mean, far is dope as hell, man, because. This album, from what I noticed, it deals with a lot of insecurities and putting your insecurities on the table. 
And it's just another situation where I, I think a few of these tracks deal with insecurity caused from the other person's pressures slash uncomfortability with certain parts of the individual, whether it comes from looks, whether it comes from what you do, how you do, how you carry yourself or whatever. And in this situation, you know, it seems like she stretched herself a bit too far to try to please another person when she should be secure within herself to not care about what others think. But, you know, it's kind of different with a fucking partner, though, you know. So it just seemed like she gave too much of herself to the point where she lost herself. So that's what Far pretty much is dealing with. Now, uh, let's move on to Shirt. I heard bits and pieces of it. This is actually going to be my first time listening to this shit in its entirety. I've heard, like I said, I heard some of the song, some of the song, but not all of the song. So let's get into Scissor Shirt. Is it me or this gives early 2000s Timbaland vibes? Or maybe mid, early to mid 2000s Timbaland vibes? I mean, now that I listen to this shit, this shit is a bop. Rodney Jerkins, motherfucker. Well, that makes a hundred. That makes a whole lot of sense. I can see that. Him, you know what I'm saying, adapting, but keeping kind of his... Because Rodney Jerkins does have like a Timbaland vibe sometimes. You know, he's not stealing anything from him. I mean, that's a part of his um bag. But I fuck with, I fuck with this song. It definitely sounds like Hit Different 2.0. I'm surprised she didn't put Hit Different on here. That was a big single. I'm surprised. I mean, you know, despite I uh, I Hate You in Good Days making it on here. But I'm going to give Shirt a four and a half out of five. Um, Let's move on to Open Arms with Travis Scott. Um, Open Arms was pretty cool. Pretty dope song. Wasn't expecting that from Travis. I wasn't expecting a rap from Travis, but yeah, I mean, songwriters are songwriters. Open Arms is definitely going to be a single. I mean, uh, SZA and Travis Scott make good music together. I mean, you know, there are particular elements from... These songs, I mean, the next two songs are I Hate You in Good Days, right? And then we're going to get on to the last track, Forgiveless. But let me speak on I Hate You in Good Days first before, you know, I play them again just to get a refresher. I mean, I Hate You is everywhere. I Hate You is a big-ass song. And ooh-wee, waiting, it's giving waiting to exhale vibes with I Hate You. I mean, this is the... Damn, sis, who hurt you? Record. That's another who hurt you record, which falls into what this album is really about. You know what I'm saying? In Good Days, Good Days is a beautiful song. It is, man, it's really indescribable. Like, I love that fucking song. 
Like that's a that's a song that you've played when you got to be in the mood for it. You know what I'm saying? And those are my reviews for I Hate You in Good Days, right? So I'll be back on when, when I get to Forgiveless featuring Old Dirty Bastard. Peace. Now that's how you close an album. From now on, that's how you close an album. God damn, Forgiveless is hard as fuck. Uh, yeah, man. The Old Dirty Bastard, the fucking... 90s East Coast beat, SZA fitting herself into that mold, showing that she could do, use her voice as an instrument on any record. And I'm going to give that one definitely a five out of five. So the last three songs are five out of five. Let's add this shit up and let me see what I get. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Yep, got 23. Got a total of 106. Divide that by 23. 44.6 divided by 5. 92%. That sounds about right. I agree. I agree 100%. 92%. Wow. Um... As I like to say, all in all, <laughs> I know y'all get tired of me saying that, but that's becoming like a signature punchline for me. But all in all, for real. Um, SOS. I mean, this is an album. This is a very vulnerable album. I mean, if you thought Control was vulnerable, this took vulnerability to new heights. I mean, SZA is only on her second studio album. And, I mean, obviously she has S, Z, C, SZA run as previous projects before Control came out. And this album is definitely worth the wait. I mean, this album may not have the classics that stick like control such as love galore the weekend broken clocks drew barrymore you know what i'm saying like this album don't have that on there but there's a gift in that and there's a curse in that the curse is okay you know you didn't have one of those but the gift is why should you you should want to evolve you should want to adapt you should want to change it up, but still keep your sound, keep your flow, and keep your unique style. You know, this album wasn't experimental. This album touched on insecurities and vulnerability and anger. <laughs> Those are the three things that this album is about, I guess that's probably why she went with SOS as the album title. But that's my album review for SZA SOS. I give it a 92% and A minus and I'm out.